Did you know Rockstar Games paid to get negative press for its GTA series in hopes to get some more attention to the first game? You're listening to the Xbox Hub Podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 129. My name's Gareth Bridey. I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James? Hey, hey. Happy to be here. How are you? <laughs> Sometimes you sound like you've got a gun at your head when you say this. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. I am in honest. On my virtual right is Mr. Richard Dobson. Long time, Richard. How are you doing? Hello, it's been a moment, hasn't it? How are we all? Very good, thank you. It's good to have you back. And on my virtual opposite, a latecomer to the podcast, he wasn't going to be on until about half an hour ago, is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Hey, hey. Happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Put that gun away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Paul, let's start with you. as we Hi. How's your week been, Paul? What have you been doing? My week has been all about the work, surprisingly. Um, However, I did get, are you ready for another one of Paul's health updates? Um, I, as I regular listeners to the podcast will remember, I've been having issues with my shoulder. Um, And I finally got a chat with a physio guy. And he said, have you tried the exercises? Can you raise your arm over your head? I said, well, if I could raise my arm over my head, I wouldn't have come to you. Um, and he went, yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, come and see me on Friday and we're going to jab a massive needle into your shoulder joint and fill it full of steroids and then you'll be fine. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? So, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to this week is on Friday at about 10 to 10 in the morning, I'm going to be full of metal and steroids and basically turn into Arnold Schwarzenegger from Terminator. Wow. It's always touch and go when we get to these health it's, checks. I'm worried again, it could go one way or the other. I may have said this before, but if I start it with, hey, hey, it's unlikely to be bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Well, good luck with that. That's a good point. That is a really Rehearsal, good point. that sounds a bit professional for this outfit. <laughs> it does, yeah. Um, Richard, what have you been doing? Where have you been? Well, I think last time I was on was the week before I got married, uh, which which went successfully. I am now a married man. Thank God that was touch and go as well. We were worried then. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I had a, a wonderful day, or two days. So, so we had we got married on the Friday and then we had the big pie on the Saturday that, that Paul managed to attend, so I was very grateful. I did. It was, it was a great party. I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So it's always it's always a worry before stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, I have to I have to say that Mrs. Dobbo looked really nice as well. She looked very happy and very pretty in her dress. So I don't I don't know why she was happy because she was marrying me, but she yeah. looked well, she looked. You know, <laughs> it must have been the drugs or something, but she looked happy anyway. <laughs> That's the main thing. As long as she looked happy. Um, so yeah, that was that happened, and then. 
the Sunday after that, I went down to London to see Scooter, which was perhaps one of the best gigs I've ever been to. Um, and then the day after that, I ended up with some sort of food poisoning or bug, which uh, knocked me out of commission for uh, over a week. And then things sort of got really hectic. So I went, I went to Portugal for a week with some friends. We had a really good time there. Weather was very good. Um, came back, and then it was the Jubilee. Uh, but we had gigs. I've had so many gigs. I've been to see over the past three weeks, two weeks, sorry. I've been to Download Festival, uh, been to Slam Dunk Festival, seen Block Party, seen Billie Eilish. And during the Billie Eilish gig, I was stood next to her mum. Wow. Who I cannot remember who she voices in Mass Effect 2. Every time I look, I can forget. But yeah, she does a voice of someone in Mass Effect 2. And I was going to get a picture, but I thought if I can remember the name of who it was, I'll ask for a picture, but I couldn't remember. So I thought I'm not not worthy of a photo. Wow. Uh, got back from download last Monday. And since then, um, I've slept a lot. <laughs> wow, Richard, I'm impressed by that. That was a good little breakdown of the last seven weeks. It's really good. Um, it's a good advert for getting married, anyway. Yeah. It's, been, it's been hectic, and I was relieved. I'm, I've been in the office two days this week for the first time in, in over a month, and it's been good to be back there, to be honest. Good. That's a, that's an exciting time. James, follow that. What have you been doing this week? I've been in a week-long, like, preparing to let go of my 3D TV. It's time for it to end its life um, and upgrade to a 4K. Yeah. So that's been wow. quite hard work because you know me, I love my 3D. Yeah. I think I'll keep it in a cupboard somewhere just in case I need it one day. The like Yeah, it'll come back in fashion one day. Um, so yeah, I've been quite disappointed. Yeah. But it's got to go. It's got to go. Okay. Yeah. Oh. That's it for me. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's right. a downer after Richard's stuff. You're going to talk about the boys. Yeah, but I'm happy saying it's pure violence and gruesome as hell. Yeah. And it's a great season three so far. I don't want to spoil anything. No, don't spoil anything. It's hard. No. no. Nothing. But it's really good. Okay. The first episode will blow your mind. It will. It'll blow up something else. Not saying. <laughs> um, I'm gonna just really. I saw a little documentary series on Netflix. I'm just gonna talk about because it's gaming connected. It's called Weather Make Believe. I think it's got another bit underneath it as well. And it's like a six episode um, by some award winning documentary makers. And it's about basically um, towers of online internet things that you wouldn't believe but are actually true. But one of the first episodes, which is really interesting, I didn't really know much about, and maybe you thought did, was about swatting. Do you know about oh, this? God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a really interesting one about swatting. If people don't know what swatting is, it's piece of basically people um, in America um, getting annoyed with another gamer and or something, so they send a SWAT team around to their house by saying they're... they're They've got someone. They've got a gun on someone, or they've got a bomb, and they get a SWAT team coming around. So it becomes like a. It became like a game, like a mark of respect. People can sort of, you know, he swatted him. He's done this, and 
And in this um, story, it talks about the whole thing about that, but also then they talk about this this incident that happened. Someone sends what the person who's who's the address they use. They almost like goaded someone into doing it to them. Gave them an address. And it was an old address. It wasn't their you know they gave them a the wrong address. The SWAT team went around to this other people's house. The person answered the door. Couldn't know what's going on. Put his hand to his head and they shot him dead. And so the whole story is about that but also about kind of police making some very bad decisions um but for change yeah and it's what was really interesting about it it's really interesting about it on a kind of like just seeing about this sort of thing seeing this kind of like this ridiculous like two like kids talking about call of duty and a fight and then it you know breaking up all these lives and that happening but what was really interesting my partner bernadette who's not a gamer but she said to me my god gaming is a nightmare isn't it i went it isn't all like this this is this is the stories that come to the mainstream sometimes, you know, and these, and gaming isn't, gaming is also very positive as well. It's also about people having good community, people who don't do this. And it's a very interesting thing. And she said, I wish those positive game stories would come out into the, you know, into the mainstream. And that made me think about, are there positive, do you know of sort of positive documentaries, not mm. in the game world? Because there are things that we can find on some IGN or something like that or on an Xbox Hub. But are there sort of a positive documentary that you guys know of? So I'm putting on the spot here. Yeah, I wish you told us this. You researched it. Yeah. (laughs) I know of a a Japanese drama series I think is based on a true story um, set in Final Fantasy XIV where a father and son sort of don't really see eye to eye, but they, they bond over playing through Final Fantasy XIV. Ah, okay. um, and it's like a six or seven part drama series. Um, like I say, I think it's based on a true story, but it's not a documentary, but it's, it's very, very good. And it's got a real positive message about online gaming. If, if that would, would hopefully turn the tide in, in gaming's favour, I yeah. would recommend that. I mean, it's a really interesting thing, isn't it? About because my partner said to me, "Do you do?" I said, "No, we all we all don't really play with the randoms anymore." It, that went a long time ago because it is can get quite toxic or those things, and so you all play in parties now, don't you? Which is a bit of a shame as well that you don't do it as much. Um, Keeps you out of trouble, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it mm-hmm. does. Um, so I said, "It's a very kind of you know that world is a little bit alien to me because I don't know that anymore." I think mm. we avoid that. So it isn't, and, you know, I said it's quite annoying sometimes that you get a perception of gaming when, you know, there's two billion people playing games. That's a small percentage, isn't it? Of yeah. terrible things that happen. Yeah. Or it's a large percentage of the people who play COD. Yeah, it's a large percentage of the people who play COD. It's not a coincidence, it's that game. No, no, exactly. Um, good. Now, on that sour note, let's go into what games have we been playing. Uh, let's start with uh, two each today, and uh, let's start with Paul. What's your what's your game you've been playing? What's what's my game that I've been playing? Well, fortunately, it didn't have any kind of multiplayer component, so uh, I'm going to talk about a game called Deadcraft, mm. which is quite an interesting take on the sort of zombie survival genre. Um, you know, as you start off. First, it's it's like every other survival game. You have a base, you have to build things, you build a crafting table and so on and so on. Um, you run around, you do missions, you collect materials. You know, so far, so survival game. Uh, 
it then takes a little bit of a detour because the character that you play is half zombie themselves and they can also control other zombies Ooh. but not just any zombie these are zombies that you have to you have to get a fresh corpse mess with it on the crafting table and then plant it in the ground <laughs> and when these they, they're not called zombies when you do this they're called frankies um so when the frankies come out you can place them down and they'll go to fight for you and you can tell the difference between your frankies and a regular zombie because they have a very affecting pink flower growing out of their head so it's absolutely it's it was such a surprise when i started playing it i was like this is great yeah and then as you go on you can build different frankies and you can also then take frankies and alter them so you can turn them into turrets with rocket launchers and stuff on them so it's it, it was really quite an interesting mechanic i thoroughly enjoyed it it kept me going back to it just to see what i could build next oh that sounds so, good it is very good the review is live on the site now dear listener okay good any questions you two or did you give it out of five do you know what that's a really good question 3.5 um, out of five it was that what i gave it yeah yes 3.5 out of five um uh, it was some some pounds <laughs> don't come to me with all your serious questions james i was hoping yeah, for can you fall in love or something like you normally yeah, the next question. <laughs> <laughs> well no you're a half zombie nobody wants to love a half zombie uh, um there was one other interesting mechanic with it as well um obviously you're half zombie now depending on what you do and what food you eat and because you have to eat and drink to survive depending on what food you eat and stuff, you can either go more zombie or less zombie. And if you go more zombie, you get stronger and you fight better, but people hate you. And if you go more human, you're weaker, but the, the other people in the village like accept you more. So there was quite a good balancing act there as well, depending on how, how zombie you wanted to be. It's a good so, original yeah, it was, concept, it was, yeah. It was very well mm. thought out. I've, yeah. I've really enjoyed playing it. Good. Thank you, Paul. Um, Richard, what about you? What's your game? Well, if I said to you, would you want to play a game where you literally sit and watch traffic and control traffic lights, you would probably turn around and tell me that sounds like a ridiculous idea. Sounds like I my kind of game. Gareth yeah. would be all over that. For you, Gareth, because I've been playing Urban Floor. And it's literally a game where you turn traffic lights on and off to control the flow of traffic. But you know what? I've had a really good time with it. Um, there's just something almost cathartic about it mm. when uh, you, you you sort of get into a rhythm with it and you're turning lights on and off and you're watching the traffic flow. It helps that everything looks a little quirky and it's not... the, the 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 art style is is a little bit quirky, a little bit unusual, as opposed to just drab and dreary like most junctions in the UK are. Um, but no, I've enjoyed it. There's quite a few different modes. You've got like a main campaign where you have to reach set a set number of cars and vehicles to go through each junction. There's an endless mode where you can play for as long as you like until you cause a crash. Or there's even like a chill mode where you can literally just play it um, 
for as long as as long as you like and there's no time or there's no score or anything like that and it and it does get a bit relaxing and calming when you look at it that way um yeah i've, I've, I've really enjoyed that uh i'm just finishing up the review now okay um i think on xbox it's 10 pounds 74 but I've just picked it up on the Nintendo Switch because it's currently 89p on there. And I thought, this is definitely a game that I would play on the go. Well, I'll stand maybe sign traffic myself. Uh, So, yeah, 89p on the Nintendo Store at the moment, if you fancy that game. Wow. That's mad. It's 89p on the Switch and 10 quid on the Xbox. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Can you fall in love? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Sadly not. (laughs) Sad. Um, James, what about you? What's your first game? Oh, he's gone well, quiet. I lost him. Oh, if it worried you, have James. Have I got a game for you? Yes. <laughs> it's called Nirvana Pilot U-Ray. Now, am I doing the classic racer, Sky Roads? No, I've never heard of it either. <laughs> Apparently, it's based on that, and if it was a visual novel. So you've got this Mm, how would I describe it? So it's a, a space racer with a lot of story around it. And the story is you're a pilot, or should I say, the, the navigator of a pilot. And you have to work together with the actual space pilot to avoid crashing into these space obstacles. It's very weird. Right. Um, um, and it's very fast. Mm-hmm. And the actual racing is terrible. Um, because you can't slow down. You don't know what's coming up. So you have to kind of guess when to jump or move out of the way. Um, you can just fall through the floor in space. You can fall and die. Um, it's just a bit broken. And the story itself, um, it's a lot to take in at first. Because you're in the future. You don't really know how this pilot and I think they call it the eye, the one that navigates it. You don't really know how they work together and, and why they're doing this. Because they race on their own. There's no one else on the track. It's just one pilot. They don't know who they're trying to beat. Um, and it's also quite erotic. Yeah, I've uh, heard of I this. Guess. I have heard. Is this the one that got banned from something? I think certain scenes got banned. But I, as of yet, I don't know if they've banned it from the Xbox version, but I've not seen any really outlandish scenes. Right. It's quite teasy. You know, some pictures that look a bit risque. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very double and Chandra. But overall, it's just a terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> Even the erotic can't entice me in. Um, Blimey. But it's just not very well written. It's hard to control the spaceships. It seems a bit pointless doing that bit. So if you're not enjoying the story and the racing bit's broken as hell, what's the point? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm reviewing it. I'm not going to give it a high score, as you can tell. Mm. And you can read that in full in the coming days. We look forward to that. I, I'm, I am, yeah. Can you fall in love? Yes, the main Fantastic. character falls in love with everyone he talks to. 
Really? It's a bit of a, a charmer, yeah. Ooh. One minute they're going, oh, let's use this spaceship. Next minute, come over here. Come into my room. Wow. Very, uh, yeah. Just like real life. Um, well, for some people, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> We're not all studs like you, Paul. Well, you know what? I, I, I used to be a stud once. A long, <laughs> long time ago. Um, good. In my head. <laughs> um, thank you, James, for that dirty, naughty game you've promoted on here. No, um, he didn't really promote it, though, did he, to be fair? He didn't. I would think do not buy it. It's terrible. Okay, good. Um, I've been playing, which I talked about before, The Quarry, which I've done. I think there are nothing to reviews out there. Um, the Quarry is a super massive game. Um, the latest one, it's, it's it's more in line with Until Dawn, and I say that from rather than the Dark Pictures anthology, it's much more of a complete game. I think the Dark Pictures anthology Richard G did there, they're probably about maybe four to five hours long, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and this is a kind of much more sort of 10 hour, 10 chapters um, campaign. It looks great. You know, they always look really good, but this really does look really fantastic. The kind of like the expressions again, the facial animation is brilliant, but also the landscapes around. There's a, a lot of it is in the dark, which I'll talk about before, but there's a couple of bits when it's in daylight at the beginning and it's be- it looks beautiful in that place. But the premise is that you are you play nine camp counsellors. I'm going to talk about camp counsellors, like summer camp in America, not quite camp counsellors. <laughs> not like, ooh, get you. <laughs> not, not like that. <laughs> Unbelievable. And then, Subvisions of Kenneth Williams. And then, uh, so they, they're in a summer camp in sort of like New York State. And it's the last day all the kids have gone home. They're about to go. Um, and they stay one more night. And then during that one more night, which the whole thing plays, something terrible happens to all of them. So it, it plays on that whole, a bit of a mixture of um, those kind of old slasher movies like Friday the 13th, you know, Nine People and thing, but also it has this supernatural element that I'm not going to talk about because I don't want to spoil it. And also you get to play as these, all nine of them at one point. You're swapping between all of them. And the great thing about these games are the multiple endings and this has got loads of different possibilities and different endings and at the end of the game you basically see who's who survived and who didn't you can keep it you can you can try to keep everyone alive or you can get everyone dead if you want to um there's a great little feature that has a bit which is i think is new that when you if someone dies you get three lives during the playthrough and you can choose to use a life to bring you know skip back a bit bringing them back alive so you can make another choice and that's it's a really interesting thing because after a while you you do it i did it first of all when i did the first couple of deaths but then of course as as the game progresses it gets a bit more intense you're like do i want that one no i didn't die they'll be fine i'm gonna save this one for the one i want so yeah it's a it's 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 a really good game i think richard is a super massive fan he's gonna love it and i think it's 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 definitely up there. It's one of the best ones, I think. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I have got it. I've just not had a chance to play it yet. Ah, there you go. Yeah. No, it's very good. Any questions? Oh, yeah, I did have one, actually. Yeah. Um. So I saw that uh, 
is it Grace Sabrisky? She's in it, who is Laura Palmer's mum in Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, that's right, yeah. Is she like a main character or I'm... is she pop up I, I, briefly? It's like a bit of a cameo. I don't want to spoil anything, but she's All right. in it a lot, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. She's great, yeah. I mean, they're all great. I think the writing's really good in this one as well. It's really sharp and quite fun. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's really, I, really good. What I liked about Until Dawn was it was just like every horror genre was involved in it at some point. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like the quarry is very similar to that, yeah. which really makes me want to give it a go. But I, I think, don't know whether to say Halloween or not. Oh, yeah. I think you'll really enjoy it. I think you'll definitely enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Good. Um, let's do another game. Um, Paul, what's your second one? My second one. Um, I'll talk about a another game I've just finished the review for called Winter Ember. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, a stealth game. Um, now, as I mentioned in the review, anybody who's ever played a game with me will know that I'm about as good at stealth as uh, an elephant in uh, ballet slippers. Um, but mm-hmm. this one made <laughs> thanks, James. I knew you'd <laughs> chime in there. Um, <clears throat> this game, the presentation of the story of it was very, very good indeed. It has, um, like a fully animated story, like almost anime style, setting the scene and showing you what's happening and stuff. Um, so the start of the game, when you watch all this and you see the story, was was really good. I really enjoyed it. And then it kind of goes downhill because the stealth is 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 not... It feels almost like it's not quite finished. It feels like the game could have done with another, you know, another bit of love in the uh, Q&A process, maybe. Or uh, the QA, quality assurance, rather than question and answers. Um, it... It's just the the guards that you're, you're supposed to take out seem to have night vision goggles. It's the darkest game I've ever played. And the guards that you have to get past or take out are all dressed in black head to foot. So they're almost invisible. Um, the first time you see them is when you get the little indicator saying you've been seen and then they also um, are all, they've all been training with Usain Bolt because they can run a lot faster than you can and you can never get rid of the aggro once you've got it. Um, so although the story is quite good and it's presented very well, the, the actual game itself is not as good. Um, and I, I ended up quite disappointed, to be honest. I think I gave it a three... So yeah, it was it wasn't as good as as the early the early impressions would make it out to be. Yeah. I think that's the thing with stealth games, isn't it? If that gaming mechanic isn't right, it's such a fine mm. line, it can just ruin it, can't you? You just got nothing else. It just it's absolutely yeah. It's uh, the last one I reviewed was uh, Aragami 2 and the stealth in that was brilliant. Mm. I really enjoyed that. Whereas this one, they've got a cover mechanic, but you have to be a certain distance away from the cover before you'll even think about getting in it. By which time the guard 20 yards away has seen your little toe poking out and you're in trouble. So, yeah, yeah. 
And then the combat, when you are spotted, just turns into keep hitting RB and see who falls over first. Right. So, yeah, it's 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 got some good bits. I mean, there's a there's quite an interesting um, arrow mechanic. You can craft different arrows as you go through. But then it just sort of begged the question of, well, if you've got a bow in your pocket, why don't you just shoot the guards in the head from 50 yards away? But yeah, it's it is what it is, and what it is isn't great. Yeah, fair enough. Um, thank you, Paul. Um, no problem, Richard. What's your next one? Uh, I've also just finished reviewing the DLC for the first DLC for Ollie Ollie World, which is called Void Riders. So Ollie Ollie World is the third game in the Ollie Ollie series. Um, it's just basically like a side scroller skateboarding game. Um, but this this third one's it's up there with my games of the year so far. Oh, wow. Had an absolute blast yeah. with it. There's just something really, really good about it. Um you know how Tony Hawk sort of had this arcade style with the, the buttons and that? Um Ollie Ollie Worlds has, has effectively recreated that but in a two D setting. And this new DLC introduces um so the story is like absolutely crazy anyway, and it's got really vibrant characters. But in in this new DLC, there's aliens involved, and they they've basically come to this this world of things called Radlandia to sort of find a a skating hero to basically take back to their world and show their overlord, look what we found, and that turns out to be you, funnily enough. Um, but they have these things in this this DLC called tractor beams. So the 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 bit the, the gist of Ollie Ollie World is you you're trying to create one long run on these levels without really breaking out of a trick. Um, and these tractor beams help you to do that because in order for them to work, they'll need to lift they'll lift you up to like higher areas and and safer platforms without you without you falling but you need to be performing a grab trick for them to work so you can really string together some massive combos and um quite technical skating maneuvers just from like a few presses of the buttons but it's almost once you once you know what you're doing and you replay a level it's almost like a, a rhythm action game so you know what line you're choosing you know what's coming up next and it's just it then becomes a a case of you memorizing which buttons to press and um it's it's that that i think makes it a bit addictive that you can just easily replay a level and know that what's coming next and you can get a high score and there's obviously leaderboards for every level and and that for me i find addictive at the best of times but when the gameplay is so good as it has been Mm-hmm. in the base game and the DLC. I, yeah. I mean, obviously, Elden Ring's game of the year. But mm. for me, Ollie Ollie World's a close second at the moment. Good. Thank you, Richard. Um, James, you've got a second game for the first time in years. Tell us about it. Well, sort of. I mean, it's a game I'm not going to review here. Um, but it's four guys. Mm. Since it released yesterday, I've just been... A little bit addicted to it. Um, it. I'm glad it's finally come to Xbox. And even though it's a bit iffy with the server, it's been so much fun. But I had one moment today that I thought, 
I need to share this with everyone. Oh. I was um, playing a show on my own, a group of 60, four guys in total. Uh, second round, it's a, a trap-based round. So you've got to get on the trap twice. And at one point, someone randomly grabbed hold of my character. <laughs> For no reason, and completely threw me off the timing, <laughs> and ended up getting sent a little bit off course, I said. Right. So I still qualified. It's already a day. I remembered the costume. Um, and in the next round, it was survival, where you throw, I think they throw like items at you. I don't know what the items are, but they come at you pretty quick. You've got to move out of the way. Um, so I waited for a moment. I grabbed over the character wearing his hot dog costume. Um, and I held him in place while we both got knocked off. And um, so in the end, we both lost. I felt really good about myself. Yeah. Um, and the moral of the story is yeah. don't grieve someone. Maybe I was going to grieve you yeah. back. I was expecting the moral of the story to be don't mess with James. These are the kind of heartwarming stories I was talking about at the beginning about documentaries that we haven't yeah, found about. This, yeah, you should have this one. I know. I thought it'd be well priced today, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Blimey, James. Yeah, play the game, guys. But be nice. It's good. Um, that's, that's that's brilliant. We need to play it all together. That's what we need to we do. We do absolutely. Yeah. We need an Xbox Hub Fall Guys yeah. lobby. Yeah. <clears throat> and we all have to throw James off. Yes. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> up for it. I'll give you an enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to move away from my game because just time-wise. Um, so my second game, I'll put it on next time. It's a good one. Um, but mm. I want to talk about Final Fantasy because we've got Richard here and he must have seen the... He's a big Final Fantasy person. And there was a little conference where the Final Fantasy... And they finally... What did they do, Richard? What was the big reveal? Uh, they announced the second part of the Final Fantasy remake projects, which... We've discussed plenty of times on here. Um, isn't so much a remake anymore. Spoilers. Um, it's sort of become its own beast now, very much so after the conclusion of that. And this second part has sort of doubled down on that fact by being called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I think that's, that's the right, correct yeah. word. Um yeah, looks all right. I think the bits that they've shown off is the bits just after you escape from what's the place? Uh, big city. It's called the big that. city. Can't Midgar. even remember the Midgar. Oh my god! I call myself a fan. I tell uh, you what, <laughs> I, I, you should retire. I think you should resign. <laughs> it's shameful. I am aware, but yeah. So I think it's the bit where you're wandering around Nibelheim. Oh, and the bit that Cloud's retelling the story when they're in the village of Calm. So I remember those names easily enough. Um, Just not the but, main city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they they also showed off uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. The first part was going to Steam, 
And I thought this will be the chance for Xbox gamers to finally get their hands on it. And I'm gutted that it's still not on Xbox because I know that there's a lot of people that want to play it on Xbox. Uh, but they did announce Crisis Core Remastered for all consoles coming at the end of this year, which is the prequel to the original Final Fantasy VII, which was only on the PSP, which I'm happy about, but I also bought a PSP in Crisis Core last month to play it for the first time. So. <laughs> <laughs> but also, they're doing, they've announced that there'll be a trilogy, so there'll be another... Um, a third yes. part of the remake. Yeah, which, which is... is also going to have a, a re-word at the end, but they've not said what that is yet for fear of... Rewind. Giving... Oh, um, that's my prediction. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> rewind, rewind. Shout. When's that coming out? Is it coming out next winter, they said? Yes. Final Fantasy sixteen's next summer. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth is next winter. Both exclusive to PS5 at the moment. One of those is going to be delayed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, good. Thank you, Richard. Um, Final Fantasy, any Final Fantasy comments from you two? Um, yeah. Um, I'm one of these guys who's waiting for the remake to appear on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so the, the sooner that Squeenix gets its finger out and puts it on the Xbox, the better, I reckon. Yeah. It's, it's the best 7 out of 10 game you'll ever play. That's how that I... 7 out of 10? 7 out of 10. As in Final Fantasy 7 out of 10. But I'm not even <laughs> thought of it, but yeah. <laughs> I, I'd give it a bit more than that. And then... Seven, 7 out of 5. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there isn't much news at the moment. It's very slow. Um, not much big news. I think... I, I put in something here for you lot because I'm the, I'm the sort of like the cheerleader for Gotham Knights. Um, everyone else hates it. I'm, I got it's like kid with um what's that game you love kid that's coming out one day. Because Gem- skull and bones, yeah, it's like your skull and bones, my Gotham Knights. <laughs> uh, they said it's the biggest version of Gotham that they've ever had, representing video games. But that's all they said. It's still coming out. It's not delayed yet. I'll be excited. You know, I took from that. Yeah. Is it? It doesn't matter how big it is. If I don't want to be there, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, it's, it's not glass half empty or half full with James. Yeah, I think the glass has fell off the table and smashed. <laughs> <laughs> um, there isn't anything else. I mean, there's an th- interesting article that I read about with Dice. It was talking about the other things they do, like oh. Mirror's Edge they've done before, and they said we're not going to do that stuff. We're totally committed to Battlefield. <laughs> Yeah, great. They want to try making it a decent game. Unlike anyone else, yeah. Still very, un- very, very unimpressed with 2042. I tried to play it again the other day because I thought, you know, they're, they're trying, they're trying to fix it, and it's no better. So, yeah. yeah. And also, I, there was a rumour that was coming to Game Pass, wasn't it? I mean, that might help it out a bit if it does come to Game mm, Pass. It's not going to make it a better game, though, is it? No, it's not. Um, <laughs> good, should we do a quiz? Let's do a Why quiz. Not? Yeah. So this... Um, sorry, James, go on. Okay, what kind of quiz? Well, it's a good quiz. Don't sound too okay. excited. It's not a French quiz. It's a good one. I'm not in yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. If, uh, if it was a French quiz, he'd be all in. He'd be all in on that one. It's, um, it's rollover quiz time, you know, that's game. So basically, oh, it's 15 yeah. questions. Uh, if you don't, none of you get, you get one go at the answer. 
Uh, if you don't get it, it rolls over into the next question two points instead of one. We go okay. like this. Um, some of these questions might not be accurate, but that's the nature of the game. <laughs> Have you brushed up on your geography yet? Yeah, no. But I, the final say comes from me in my universe. Uh, Darren in, in Gareth world. Yeah, Darren killed these two last time, Richard. So I'm hoping you'll do the same. I'm just happy to be on the podcast. I don't hear me moaning about no, it. I know, I know, Richard. I tell you, if you'd have been there and you'd have been treated the way I was treated, Richard, you'd have stormed oh, off in a huff. I heard it. I heard someone <laughs> kicking off over nothing. <laughs> yeah, that, that was Neil. <laughs> um, so, oh, wait, we know the rules, don't we? Have we all clear yeah, on the we rules? know the rules. Yeah. One go uh, each. Is, is it on buzzer or not? Oh, yeah, let's do buzzers. Yeah. Um, can I have your buzzer, James? <laughs> Great. Your buzzer, Paul? Meow. Oh, and your buzzer, Richard? I can't remember what mine was. It was, was Womp. It? Oh, Womp. Yeah, that's got a Womp. It was still Garris, but yeah, Womp's better. Good. Are we ready? Born ready, mate. Question one. What is the first character you play as in Injustice 2? Meow. James. Superman. No. Meow. Paul. Is it the Flash? No. Richard, you get to have a go at this so you could leave it? I mean, Uh, the Joker. No. Rolls over to two points. It was Batman. Of course it was. Yes. Well, Flash is the first one into Disappointed, all of you. Um, for two points, Paul, you're out of this one. Uh, 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 what? <laughs> which football player oh, God. is on the cover of FIFA 17? Meow. Oh, my God. I don't know who that was. Who was that, Paul or... Richard, I think it. I think it was me. Richard thinks it's him, so you'll have to make a decision. <sighs> I think James, James should make the decision. James, then. who do you think it should be? I think it is Richard. Okay, go on, Richard. Is it Messi? No. Paul. Is it Kevin Keegan? <laughs> no. James, it all comes down to you for two points. What no googling. FIFA seventeen. Seventeen. Ronaldo. No, it's Marco Rus. Reese, how do you say it? German Who? player. R E U S. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? Yeah, he didn't last long. Um, <laughs> good. Well, three points. It's, it's going well. Absolutely. This, now, one of you is going to get this. For three points. In which Resident Evil game does Shiva Alamar appear? <laughs> meow. James. I have no idea. Uh, five. Meow, meow. <laughs> Resident Evil 5. Well done, James, for three points. Right. Yeah, you guessed it. You guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> three points to James. Great. You suck, Burks. <laughs> um, it goes back down to one now for the next question. Where is Elizabeth kept prisoner in Bioshock Infinite? Richard. Uh, at the top of the tower. I've, I need a location of the place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fortune's Tower? No. James? Is it? No, anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> Paul? Um, it, it, 
it is a tower. I'm assuming you want the name of the tower, do you? Mm, I'm not saying a word. Oh, right. So you don't want the name of the tower. Well, she's kept upstairs in the tower behind a great big mechanical bird thing. It's in the library. Can I have a pop? No, you you're can't. Not allowed, you're not allowed to play anymore. Is it in the library, Gareth? No, it isn't, Paul. I think you've lost this. It's Monument Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, is it in a, is it in a tower on Monument? Yeah, it's, it's a tower. It's on the monument. Oh, it's in go. the monument. Um, number for two points. Now, how much is a purple stud worth in the Lego games? Okay. Yeah. James. Thousand. No. Yeah. Oh, who is that? I could hear just. Yeah. 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 I don't know who that was. Richard, Paul, who do you think it was? Uh, well, again, right. I think it was me, and Richard thinks it was him, so it's no good asking us, is it? I'll go with Paul. Go on. A yeah. hundred. Uh, no. Rubbish. Richard. Ten thousand. Twenty-five thousand. Oh. Nah. Oh. It's Dash James. Never. That's not. Um, he's making it up as he goes along it could be any number for three points you two you lot are useless three points okay three points in Halo Combat Involved what item is kept in the library James the candlestick no you're not taking this seriously Richard is it 343 Guilty Spark no what? <laughs> Meow. Paul. Is it a book? Oh my god. Index. <laughs> You're asking, I've never played it. I've oh got no idea what god. it is. It's unbelievable. What have you lot been doing? Hey, hey right. those books. Okay. No, none of you are. Four points oh. now. <laughs> this is good though. Someone's gonna just wipe just win this straight away. Well, I've lost my quiz. Um here we go. This is easy. You say that. What are the collectibles in Titanfall 2? Uh-huh. James. Mm. You can't buzz and uh, Yeah, think I'm going to have to rush here, James. Come on. Uh, uh, it's Tiny Titans. No. <laughs> uh, I've never played it, so I'm going to pass. Oh. Yeah, I can play it. I have also never played it, but I'll guess it. Cigarette cards. <laughs> my God, pilot helmets. Oh, Obviously. Dear. Oh my dear. Right, this is you. One of you are going to get this now. Right. So how many points is this? This is five. 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 What being do the locusts use to sink cities in Gears of War Two? Meow. Richard first. <sighs> Meow, 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 it's, I'll tell you it for five Jim. points. It's Jim. <laughs> Jim. No. That's it. Oh, he's got it. It's a rift worm. 
Goodness sake. Right, for six points. Unbelievable. <laughs> Which band appeared in the arcade game Revolution X? <laughs> James. Is it Rat Pink? <laughs> no. Meow. Paul. Is it Aerosmith? Yes, it is, Paul. Well, well done. done. Six points. Get in. <laughs> so, six points to Paul, three to James, Richard on nothing. So, you still... Did you, did you know that, Paul? Or was that a guess? It was tickling the back of my head that it was Aerosmith. I was going to say baby metal and not be serious, but I thought, no, <laughs> six points is worth trying. So, <laughs> so James, you, you're, still, you're all still within a shout. Richard, you can draw if you get the next... I don't know if you get all, all right, of these ones. Right. Um, in Donkey Kong 64, what does Candy Kong sell? Uh-huh. James. Sherbet. No. <laughs> Meow. Paul. Is it candy? No. Uh, I think bananas. that's the misleading name then. Sorry, sorry, Richard. Bananas? <laughs> no, it's musical instruments. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. <laughs> With a name like Candy, you got to. That's what you're selling it. Request for two points. Which famous wrestler voices a character in Saints Row the Third? What? Richard. Oh, it's not. It's not The Rock, is it? Is that your answer? It's, no. It's yeah. going to be like an answer to me. Meow. James is next uh-huh. after this. Is it John Cena? No. Is it Jesse the Body Ventura? No. Unbelievable. Hulk Hogan. Mm. Really? I got got Crackdown mixed up, but he's not even in Crackdown, is it? That's Terry Crews. That's Terry (laughs) Crews, yeah. Okay. I'm on a boat. (laughs) For three points. (laughs) Who runs the shop in Cuphead? Uh James. Is it the Candy King? <laughs> no. Are you just guessing? Just forget. <clears throat> no. Womp. Richard. Is it the Pirate Piggy? No. No, it, it is a pig and I cannot remember his it's name. John as well, so I can't be far off. It's not something daft like Pork Chop, is it? No. No. Oh. It's, it's a pig, but I can't it's remember his name. It's pork rind. Oh, you so are kidding close, me. So close, so close. being harsh today. He's yeah, harsh. He yeah. yeah. Good. middle name. I think this is for four points the next one, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, what person is in peril in Lego Marvel superheroes? Uh-huh. James. Stanley. It is Stanley. Well done, James. Four oh, points. he's just That's took the point. lead. Took the lead, you Richard. Richard, you're out. How rude. Um, <laughs> so many points are left on the board. Two more points. Two more questions. Oh, here we are. are we ready? <laughs> what are the names of the bobbleheads found in Resident Evil 7? Richard. Uh, Mr. Raccoon. <laughs> no. What? Oh, he's being ashed today. James. This is your king. <laughs> no. 
again, this is one that I've not played to that point. Is it? Don't worry about it, Paul. Is it? No, no, I'm not going to say pass. You know, because if I get this, then it'll come right down to the wire, and the the, the listeners right, like right. a bit of like a bit of drama. Um, is it Raccoony Raccoon? No, it's Mister Everywhere. The raccoon ones are in yeah. either the two remake or three, aren't they? Yeah. Well, you've led me astray there, Richard. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so this you're is, a bad man. This is to draw it, Paul. Yep. Yeah. Have you prepared a tiebreaker? Yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, oh, yeah, one can. Point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, two. no there's only one question there. left. Oh, it's two points. You're right. Yes, yeah, sorry. It's the two yeah. point question. Yeah, yeah here we go. Don't worry, Paul. I'll put you back. <laughs> Thanks, mate. What was the original colour of the Sega logo? Yeah. James. Green. No. Paul. Was it? Red. Well done, Paul. You've just won it. Oh, oh get in. That is um that's good. That's good gaming. That's good quizzing. Last minute come in. Oh, oh look at that. I like it. Romps home. Romps home. I love that. <laughs> well done, Paul. T- this this quiz, Gareth, is a triumph. It's good, it's it? really, really good fun to do. So well, well done, mate. <laughs> Yeah. Um, just can we just check no. how many points did you score, Richard? I, I well, I haven't been on the podcast in two months, so I'm a bit rusty in my defence. <laughs> it does it does not being on the podcast make you uh, forget things? And Gareth was being very harsh today. He was, he was very harsh. He what, always is. Why I love Scotland's about, not in the UK, for instance. I love about the differences, like Richard <laughs> pointed out. Uh, Paul was very grateful and he said, "This is a brilliant." Last time it was your fraud. You're an evil person. <laughs> Get out of it. It may have something to do with winning or not. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, thank you very much. Now, what are we looking forward to next week? Richard, what are you after? Oh, big thing for me on Friday. So my favourite band of all time are releasing a new album after 13 years, uh, Alexis on Fire. They've, they've split up. They've got back together. They were at Slam Dunk a few weeks ago, and I managed to see them. And unbelievably excited for this new album what i've heard so far has been perhaps the best stuff they've ever done oh good cool good luck with that paul what about you uh, i just want to check something with richard is it alexis on fire or is it alex is on fire it's alexis on fire because uh this might need editing out but <laughs> <laughs> they are named after the world's only lactating porn star who's called alexis fire yeah. Right. Well, there you go. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks for that one. Wow. Good. That wasn't what I expected. You asked. <laughs> yeah. I, I should know better, shouldn't I? Goodness me. Um, I am looking forward mainly to um, being able to move my shoulder freely. Hopefully, so yeah. we shall wait and see. Yeah. James, what about you? Um, watching Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. Good film. Good. Mm. Um, I'm looking for, and I'm looking forward to watching the last um, Obi Wan of the series. So I've enjoyed that. Um, now, gentlemen, if we need to get hold of you, where do we get hold of you, Paul? Where do we find you? Uh, I am on the Twitter, and my handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. And um, Richard, 
I am on Twitter and Instagram, and my handle is at Dobbo1912. And uh, James, what about you? I don't have a handle. I'm on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at OKGKL. And I am GB Bridie on Twitter and Twitch. And Alexis on Fire is available to look at for anyone who wants to have their eyes burnt. Right. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You have found all the notes of the show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.